Morgan's AM, your pre-market briefing. US equity markets fell sharply overnight as investors digested results from major technology companies and with US Treasury yields resuming their march higher. The Dow fell 105 points or 0.3% and has dropped for five of the past six sessions. The broader S&P 500 fell 61 points or 1.4% to 4,187, closing below 4,200 for the first time since May and marking the largest one-day point and percentage decline since the 26th of September 2023. Communication services tumbled 5.9% to lead nine of the 11 primary sectors lower, with Google parent Alphabet tumbling 9.5% and registering its worst one-day slide since March 2020, a day after the company released a disappointing third-quarter result. Consumer discretionary and real estate both declined over 2%. The more defensive utilities and consumer staple sectors were the only primary sectors to advance overnight. The Nasdaq slumped 2.4% to 12,821, recording its largest one-day percentage decline since the 21st of February and finishing in correction territory for the first time since late December last year. The technology-centric index settled 10.7% below its most recent peak of 14,358, logged on the 19th of July. However, Microsoft bucked the weaker trend, gaining over 3% following the company's solid result after the close of the previous session. Texas Instruments lost 3.5%, a day after reporting a softer-than-expected third-quarter result, accompanied by weaker-than-expected guidance for the fourth quarter. The result weighed on the broader chip sector, with advanced micro devices dropping 5.5%, Intel Corp down 5.1%, and Nvidia down 4.3%. The Philadelphia Semiconductor Index shed 4.1%, logging its largest daily percentage decline since the 22nd of December 2022. The small capitalization Russell 2000 Index was also weaker. In breaking news earlier this morning, Mike Johnson was elected Speaker of the Republican-controlled U.S. House of Representatives following failed bids this month by three other Republican lawmakers. It was another busy U.S. corporate earnings calendar overnight. Meta Platforms gained 2.5% in extended trading, clawing back some of the 4.2% decline recorded in the regular session after posting a stronger-than-expected third-quarter result. Earlier in the session, Dow component Boeing Co. fell 2.5%, after posting a wider-than-expected third-quarter loss per share, undershooting consensus estimates for the 15th quarter out of the past 20. The operating loss in the company's defence business was larger than expected. With nearly a quarter of S&P 500 index companies having reported results, 81.5% of those have exceeded analysts' expectations, which is notably better than the 67% of beats in a typical quarter since 1994, according to data from LSEG. However, we are in a macro-driven market at the moment. Another busy calendar tonight sees Amazon, Bristol-Myers Squibb, Ford Motor, Harley-Davidson, Intel Corp, Mastercard, Merkin Company and United Parcel Services among notable companies slated to release quarterly results. US economic data, new home sales rose 12.3% to an annual rate of 759,000 in September from a revised 676,000 in August, according to figures by the Commerce Department. That number comfortably exceeded economists' forecasts for a much more modest increase to 680,000, as all regions reported an increase. A busy US economic calendar tonight is headlined by an advanced reading of the gross domestic product growth rate for the third quarter. European bosses reversed early declines to log modest gains, with the mining sector up 0.9%, offsetting weakness in the retail sector down 1.3%. 
That left the pan-European stock 600 index up just 0.04 of a percent. Germany's DAX eked out a 0.1% gain, Deutsche Bank gaining 8% after Germany's biggest lender said it had room to raise dividends and share buybacks by more than a third over the next two years as it reported better than expected third quarter results. France's CAC added 0.3%, Kering was down 3.5% a day after the Gucci owner reported a 9% drop in third quarter sales. The company's CEO said there had been softening demand across the luxury industry. In economic data, the German IFO Business Climate Index rose to 86.9 in October from 85.8 in September, better than economists' forecasts for a more modest improvement to 85.9 and snapping five consecutive months of declines. The European Central Bank announces its latest interest rate decision tonight and is expected to keep benchmark rates steady. London's FTSE 100 added 0.3%, with the major miners logging fresh gains, Rio Tinto up 1.9%. Lloyd's Banking Group rose 2.4% after reporting a big jump in third quarter pre-tax profit, as it continued to cash in on higher interest rates despite a reduction in lending to customers amid tough macroeconomic conditions. China's CSI 300 index rose 0.7% yesterday, while Hong Kong's benchmark Hang Seng index gained 0.6%. The gains came after China announced the issuance of 1 trillion renminbi, or approximately 137 billion US dollars, in additional sovereign bonds, and Hong Kong's government announced new support measures to buoy the financial hub's languishing economy. Hong Kong's chief executive John Lee delivered his second annual policy address yesterday and announced a cut in stamp duties for property buyers as part of measures to boost the struggling real estate estate sector. Mr Lee also announced plans to reduce stamp duty on stock transactions. The base metals complex was mixed. Copper was down 0.8% to be trading around $3.62 a pound. Nickel down 0.8%. However, aluminium rose almost 1% and zinc with a 0.8% gain. Gold futures rose $5.80 or 0.3% to $1,991.90 an ounce. Benchmark oil prices advanced for the first time in four sessions amid renewed worries over the potential for market disruptions in the Middle East. WTI was up $1.65 or 2% to $85.39 a barrel. For context, WTI crude futures had settled at $82.79 a barrel the day before the Hamas attack before climbing above $89 a barrel late last week. Brent rallied $2.06 or 2.3% overnight to $90.13 a barrel. On bond markets, US 10-year Treasury yields climbed over 11 basis points to 4.95%. The 30-year bond yield jumped almost 13 basis points to 5.09%. It marked the second highest yield settlements for the 10-year and 30-year bonds this year. The two-year note yield rose 5.5 basis points to 5.12%. Meanwhile, rates on 10- and 30-year Treasury inflation-protected securities, which can reflect the market's views on government borrowing costs as well as the economy and inflation, reached their highest level in almost 15 years overnight. The Australian dollar is buying around 63.1 US cents. Export and import prices for the third quarter headline today's Australian economic calendar, while RBA Governor Michelle Bullock and Assistant Governor Christopher Kent testify before the Senate Economics Legislation Committee in Canberra. This is general advice only, and we have not considered your needs or objectives.